I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you, and I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Professor. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Kenny is like Ogaga, Ogaga. Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny, Ogba, Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba, Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king, God of everything. Glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship. I lift my eyes to seek your holy face. I lift my voice. To honor you, yeah. There's no one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love. You're so patient. You surround me with your grace. It's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been, and you changing the old me, old me. Didn't know who I could be till you show me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you. My heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king. God of everything. Glory, glory to you. Ranto coste e peredia costa a parade. Maronde queste e peredia tonte. Macusta ebe delebede. Maria vonste e peredia costa a pradia canste e perede. Laisti constelesta in glorifantelino. Zantole prande capro soto lo boste. When you receive the Lord Jesus. He released something inside of you. He put a new spirit in you. Old things passed away. And behold, he put the spirit of pneumaticos in you. The ability to become more than just human. There is somebody that is crying somewhere in the world. There is a family somewhere in the world waiting for you to be manifested in Christ. You are the solution to somebody's problem. You are the miracle that you have been waiting for in your own life. 
Today the Lord is calling you to come to that higher ground. That the pneumaticos will be released in you. That you will no longer pray for bread, but your presence will be the evidence of bread. That you will no longer pray for breakthroughs, your presence will be the breakthrough. The Lord is telling me to tell you right now that it is your time, it is your time, it is your time to walk in the greatness of who he is that the world will begin to see Jesus because of you. Greater works shall you do because the spirit of pneumaticos is upon you. Rakatalabanto leprondekista aparadia Merekushta your being released into that place says the spirit of the living god Today I am pouring a new oil upon your head. Something new shall be birthed out of you. Your words shall take residence in the earth. Whatever you say shall be more than a seed. It will have the ability to grow and become a tree that many shall eat from. Release your spirit by the words that are in you. Rakuste eparadante le prondekista aparadonse. Zakuria paradonte le paradiacoste. Rededente le dente le dente le dente. Your presence shall crush the enemy. Your presence will silence every witch and wizard that has been coming against your life. Maronde caria tonte le pravagista aparadonte. You are more than just a man. A co-inheritor with Christ. Let that spirit of nomaticos manifest in you. Rokatante. God bless everybody. This is Prophet Lovi, and I am I'm so blessed to be speaking with you in this beautiful day from Southern California. That's where we are, right? Yeah, SoCal. <laughs> and uh, I'm so blessed by God to be here to speak with you so that God will continue to build you up and that you will continue to be in a place where you can be a receiver of what God Almighty has for you. Amen. So uh, I want you to share this. I want you to let somebody know. That prophet is on and I'm going to be finishing uh, uh, what we have been talking about for the past three days, building a solid relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is one thing that so many people have gotten it wrong. And this is why there are some that seem to be able to pray and they have results or they are able to see the sick healed or have breakthroughs and things like that. But... There are other people who it doesn't seem to be working for them. They'll say Jesus is Lord, but nothing is changing. They'll say Jesus is Lord, but they're still struggling. Why? It's because the level of your relationship determines the results that you bring in. Amen. Amen. 
the Bible says that the Lord hearkens to the voice of the righteous. So you can be a believer, but if you're not walking in righteousness, God can ignore you. And it's like a phone line, right? People are calling. Bling, 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 bling. But God will see, oh, so-and-so is calling. Mm -hmm. Let me pick up his call before hers because he's more important. Wow. Ah. Wow, wow, wow. But when people hear righteousness, they think it's about uh, behaving a certain way. Mm. That's not what righteousness is. Righteousness simply means right standing, to be in the right place with God. Amen. To be in the right relationship with God. Amen. What is righteousness? Your right standing. That's what it is. Amen. Now we know the only good God will ever want from us is what Jesus did from us, for us. Amen. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with what you can achieve. It has everything to do with what Christ has done. Amen. Not what I can do. Not what you can do, but what Jesus the Lord has done. Amen. True righteousness is born from that. It's not born from works, but it depends on the work that God has already done. Amen. Amen. So, if we are seeing that God is considering some people righteous, remember, Abraham, God tells him, I will give you a son in your old age. The Bible says, And Abraham believed God, and it was counted for him righteousness. Notice his act of believing God. Mm. Not his act of sacrificing his son. Mm. The act of believing God put him in righteousness. Wow. How do you believe in God? I wish somebody could hear me. The act of righteousness. Remember, God already knew that he was going to conceive Ishmael. Meaning he believed God, but he was open to other options. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he believed God, God said, this guy is righteous. Wow. Wow. All he had to do was believe mm -hmm. in what the Lord God had spoken. You can never enter into a deep place or a place of intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in him. Believing in God is how you build a relationship, an intimate, a solid relationship with God. Amen. There are people God can never instruct them to do anything or send them to do something or, or tell them to do something simply because he knows they will not listen. They don't believe him. There are some people you're watching right now, your situation financially, health-wise, may be bigger than the voice of God in your life. Mm. So as far as God is concerned, you don't believe him. Mm. And if you don't believe him, he will not share any intimate anything with you. I want everybody, I want you to text somebody, I want you to call somebody, I want, to, sure, I want you sure. to send somebody the link and let them know that prophet is live and, and God is, uh, is going to do something for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I was saying it earlier. Worship has nothing to do with building a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Worship is part of what God has in store for those who have a relationship with Him. Remember, I, I spoke about this yesterday. Worship literally means to kiss 
or to lick like a dog does. Those are the two definitions of the word worship. That is why the Bible says that God is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit, in a location called the spiritual realm, because that's where God is. Mm -hmm. So God, in order for you to build a solid relationship with God, number one, I said you need to be somebody that is thankful mm -hmm. because thanksgiving is the root of where, why we are where we are. No thanksgiving, it means that God is not God. He established our relationship. He gave His Son for, for our sake. He did all these things not because we worked for it, but because He chose and He saw that it was the right thing to do. Amen. Number two, knowing him by his word, knowing his desires, his likes and dislikes, they are very important because they determine the terms in which you deal with the person. I gave an example. Some of you, you got in a relationship with a man that is lazy, that does not like to work. But when you marry him, now you're upset after a few months in, why don't you get up and get a job? I don't like working. You met him not working, but you're expecting because you married him that you'll start That's working. Good. That's crazy. That's good. Or you meet a girl that always was going out that never cooks, but now you marry her, then you're expecting her. Can you get in the kitchen and cook for me? No, I don't cook. <laughs> but now yeah. you argue and you fight simply because of one thing. You did not establish the terms and conditions of your marriage. Mm. Wow. That's good. So... Somebody who does not think, somebody who does not reason, will never build a relationship with God because, let, let me, uh, I, I'm going to teach this tomorrow, but I'll give a small preview right now. Let me give you an example. What is the difference of praying one hour and praying two minutes? What's the benefit? Anybody online or here, you can answer me. Uh, Facebook, are you there? Let me see the comments of the people. Glory to God. Glory. What is the benefit? What is the benefit to pray for two minutes and one hour? Let me just bust somebody's bubble. When you are praying, God always asks one question. Why are you praying? What is your reason? It's like me calling you and calling you for no reason. Just call, you answer, and I keep quiet. <laughs> God always asks one question, why? What is your purpose? What is your goal in praying? The Bible says you pray amiss. Why are people praying amiss?
What is the point of your prayer? Spirituality is not the amount of prayer you spend in prayer. It's about what is your point of praying. Because praying is engaging with God. On what terms? What is your reason? Of calling, summoning Almighty God. What is the purpose? So many of you, you get into prayer, you pray because it's protocol. If mm. God was to ask you, why are you praying? You wouldn't have a reason why you're praying. Wow. You'll be praying because you just know that you're supposed to pray. But you'll not be praying because you're compelled to actually pray because there is a, there is a specific thing mm. that you desire from God. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Is somebody listening? What are your intentions? So good. Prayer is not just about There has to be a point. Because saying that, okay, I am talking to God because He blesses me is not a reason. You are a gold digger. Why are you praying? I, 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 you see, when you think about these things, it changes your approach to prayer. It changes your approach to a relationship. Mm -hmm. Is somebody following me? What is the purpose? Why? Why are you praying? If God, God comes and says, okay... Okay, somebody said, uh, Princess Mel Tembani says, Well, fr from my own understanding, mm -hmm. praying for two minutes, I feel like it's not enough. While praying for one hour is one or more, one hour or more, it only means growth spiritually, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Okay, do you understand that prayer, because it's spiritual, has nothing to do with time? Ah. Mm -hmm. uh Prayer is a spiritual thing. Spiritual things wow. have nothing to do with time. Spiritual things have nothing to do. You are trying to measure spirituality by a clock. Uh. Yet the clock cannot measure spiritual things. It's the spiritual things that allow you to have a clock. Amen. Wow. I am not saying don't pray for an hour. But your reason cannot be because of the amount of time and how it feels like. Mm. Because faith has nothing to do with feelings. Mm -hmm. mm. It is not about I spent a lot of time, I feel like I really prayed. That is not the point because that may be my feelings, but spiritually the reality may be completely different. I wish somebody is following me. And what she has said is very important because a lot of people think like that. But spiritual things don't work like that. Chose, chosen for glory from Africa, Namibia. It's only 12.30 a.m. Wow, God bless you. Amen. Let me tell you something. There are times in your life, there are times in your life you pray and you feel like God is not listening to you. Mm -hmm. Yet the Bible is saying, be of good cheer. I am with you until the end. But you're like, Aish, 
I don't feel like you're here. But it's not about how I feel. It's about the reality of what God has said. Okay, so she asked a question. We're fighting against principalities and rulers in heavenly realms. So in two minutes, how are you going to do that? And you also flow in prayer without even looking at the time. Let me tell you the truth. You should not spend more than one hour with a demon. Jesus never spent even five minutes with a demon. Wow. wow. That's the reality. When I was starting out as a, as a young uh, minister, and God would send me to pray for people in the occult and witchcraft, and I would deliver people. I used to three hours. Why isn't this thing grow, going? Because I lacked prophetic insight. I didn't know what mm. I was fighting. Remember, the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean all of them are coming at the same time. Maybe you're dealing with a principality. How do you fight a principality? Maybe you're dealing with powers. How do you deal with powers? Mm -hmm. These are different spirits in different dimensions, in different levels. How are you going to deal with them? It is not about the length of time. It's about your weight in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Christianity is not about a spell. It's not like witchcraft. Where you say, ra ba 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 si ta 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 and then it comes to pass. The language of the Spirit is not even in words. Hmm. I, I wish somebody could capture this. Mm -hmm. It is about your ranking in the realm of the Spirit. Because demons will challenge your rank if you have no rank in the Spirit. Amen. But if a demon tries you and know your rank, you don't need to spend two minutes with them. Never. That is why Apostle Paul saw a woman with the spirit of divination. He just turned and said, get out of her. Left. How many times have you guys seen me do deliverance? Mm -hmm. Countless. Countless times. Your ranking and your weight in the realm of the spirit determines how demons will respond to you. And it even determines how angels will serve you. It's all about the weight in the realm of the spirit. So that is the point of it. Mm -hmm. In the realm of the spirit, I don't need to spend... Jesus spent one second raising Lazarus from the dead. <laughs> raising somebody from the dead is the most difficult miracle because it is not up to you, it's up to God. Wow. And it takes somebody to be in a very close ranking. He has to walk so closely with God. So intimate to God that your words have become God himself in that situation. That is where the Bible says, go raise the dead. How many people are raising the dead? It means there's a level and a ranking that we are missing. Mm -hmm. Because it's a command. Mm -hmm. It's not just about shouting. Remember the word anoma, when it says in the name of Jesus, it's actually saying in anoma of Jesus. Anoma means character. It doesn't mean actually chanting the name. So it is not about how much, even though spending time in prayer is very important. Uh, Princess Mel, you are, you, are, you are deep and we are going to learn together. This is why you find we have acrobatics in church. There's no real power in church. There's very few people that actually are carrying the authentic power of God. Wow. Very few people are carrying the authentic power of God. And I'm being honest with you. When you function in the prophetic or in the realm of the spirit, you know the things of the spirit. And you can tell 
who is playing and who is saying the truth. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. It's not a secret. It's just I don't believe in exposing people because that's not what Jesus called us to do. He called us to pray for those who are not able. He called us to intercede for people, but he did not call us to expose people. Mm -hmm. You exposing somebody, you're saying you're more righteous than them. Preach the true gospel so that people can hear your voice. If you're really, if you're really sent by God, people will follow you. An example is this. I, I train MMA. And I, I just started going back to training. This is like my second day, I think. No, is it third or second day? Third day. Third day. I went back to the gym after many, many, many years of not training. Maybe two years. And going there, everybody knows one of my spiritual sons is, is, son is one of the greatest mixed martial artists in the history of, of the UFC or MMA in general. And uh, I never talk about him. But because people follow me, some people in the gym follow me, they know that he's very close to me. So the treatment was different in fighting circles some even thought that I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm not bad. But they thought, I'm like, yo, how many fights do you have? Because of the weight of who is connected to me. Mm. So in the realm of the spirit, your strength is based and measured on the relationship you have with God. Wow. Angels and demons can tell. Wow. Wow. If Bill Gates was your uncle, you have people just coming to you say, hey, by the way, um, yeah, you know, we're just having small money problems. <laughs> because they know you're connected to Bill Gates. You, you, you come from money. So people will want to bring their needs to you or people would love to be associated with you because of your connection has given you your weight. Wow. I wish somebody could hear That's what good. I'm saying. That's good. That's Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. So somebody who does not deepen their relationship somebody who has not deepened their relationship with Jesus will always go around in circles mm. and wonder they will keep claiming I have authority and power 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 and nothing will ever come out of it because it's just a claim. But you're not putting in work to grow the relationship. Mm. There is a way to build a relationship with Jesus. There is. And I was explaining to people, I was telling them that... Nothing spiritual, nothing spiritual happens without intention. You must be intentional. Amen. Okay, uh, Ronaldo Pendergrass says, every t everything, every time, I believe he's saying, every time when I am sleeping, I got attacked then I spend more time in prayer. The next day, next day I got attacked again. I changed not to pray 
at all a lot again i don't get attacked again <laughs> i'll explain to you you're actually you're actually missing it it is not the measure of your prayer it is because you don't understand your spiritual position that's why you're getting attacked and god is allowing it because he wants you to learn something amen So the way you build, the way you build with God, and I've, and, and, and I've been giving this, uh, I've been teaching this for a few days, mm -hmm. uh, three days now. Mm -hmm. I said you need to be somebody that is thanks, thankful. Mm -hmm. The Bible says enter his gates with thanksgiving. You can never open the heavens. You can never open the portal to heaven without having the spirit of thanksgiving. The Bible literally said, says open enter his gates with thanksgiving thanksgiving is not praise thanksgiving is based on the relationship that jesus established before you even came in the picture for your benefit so many of you you have nothing to praise god unless god gave you a breakthrough of money of rent of this but it's not based on anything that he is mm -hmm. before him he, he gave you anything mm -hmm. you see god is such a beautiful god because when you meet somebody for the first time they don't give you things mm. they want to see if you're worth giving things mm. but god gives you the best of him wow. and he invites you to himself and for him to give you the deeper things he waits for you to be intentional wow that's good. But because of what he gives you first, he's so big. He gives you eternal life. Mm. He gives you all these things. A lot of people have become lazy and have stopped. Yep. While Jesus is saying, unless you are in me and I in you. Notice you spend so much time saying, Holy Spirit, fill me. Fill me. But Jesus is saying, how about you also fill me? Wow. Because yeah. he's saying, unless you are in me and I in you. So meaning if the Holy Spirit will come and enter you, there is another transaction whereby mm -hmm. you live and you go and enter him. Wow. That is when whatever you bind in heaven is bound mm. on earth. Whatsoever you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. Mm. You can never enter that place. Okay. You can never enter into this place. You will never experience this place. You will never know the depths of this place unless you build. I feel like I'm speaking to myself. YouTube, are you there? YouTube, YouTube, are you there? Keep sharing, keep letting people know that the prophet is live. How many times have you stood up saying, I bind this? On earth, I bind this, I bind that, I bind this, I exercise devil, I exercise my authority, I remind the devil of your authority, but there is nothing that is coming out of it. True power is the ability to bring God on the scene of what is happening. Amen. I'll say that again. True power is when you have the ability to invite Jesus in a situation that you want it to be changed.
That is true power. Can God come on the scene for you? Because remember, God is dealing with you based on your relationship. Remember the centurion man. Mm -hmm. When Jesus wanted to go to see him, he said, no, you don't need to come. Just send your word. I'm a man under authority. I understand how this works. The Lord Jesus said, wow, I have not seen such faith in the whole of Israel. This guy wasn't even a spiritual guy, but he, had, he wasn't even a, a, a super Christian guy. He didn't even have the Holy Spirit, but he had understanding of spiritual things. Amen. And Jesus said, you have more faith than these Pharisees that came to call me to come to your house. Amen. Wow. He knew that he could invite the presence of Jesus. If Jesus is who he really says, he doesn't need to come to my house. He is already in my house. Amen. Aish. If Jesus is who he says he is, he doesn't need to come to my house because he's already in my house. I feel like I'm on my own here. 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 I feel like I'm by myself. Is everybody there? Here. Periscope, are you there? Glory, Fantelino. God bless everybody. Herman from Nottingham, UK. God bless you, Herman. God bless you. Capro Soto. Are you catching what I'm saying? Remember, let me give you an example. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. Jesus is on the boat. I see the great apostle Tim is on here. Now, li listen, listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Jesus is on the boat. Our precious Lord is on the boat. And is with uh, his apostles. They wake him up. They say, Lord, don't you care that we die? Notice Jesus knew that they were dying and he didn't do anything. Mm. Yeah. He ignored them. Because he wanted to bring out something in them. Mm. They continued to disturb him. The Lord got up and he looked at the storm and, and said, Hey, hush! Mm. And everything came down. And he turned to them and said, Where is your faith? Mm. And went back to sleep. Meaning, I am with you. You are afraid of a storm. Mm. Wow. That's good. I am with you, but you are afraid of a storm. You don't know who you are with. Mm. And this is evident when they are asking Jesus, Lord, show us the Father. Mm. He said, I've been with you this long and you don't know who I am. But when he rebuked the storm, they said, what manner of man is this? Let me show you an example. Let me show you an example. Glory be to Jesus. Hush, this is too much. I want you to look at this. Are, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Are you, 
Let me find this verse that will bless somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. Okay, I'm trying to find this verse for you. Go to Kings. Go to Kings. Go to Kings. First Kings chapter seventeen and read verse read verse one. Amen. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said mm. unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before mm -hmm. whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years. Now start again, he says what? And Elijah the Tishbite, mm -hmm. who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, mm -hmm. said unto Ahab, mm -hmm. As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now notice this. The Bible is saying, Elijah the Tishbite, not Elijah the angel. Mm. Not Elijah mm. the anointed. Mm. It's like saying, Chaz of Calabasas mm -hmm. came to Trump and said, The rain will not fall until my word. Amen. It's not telling you that he's anything more than a Tishbite. He wasn't the only Tishbite. What made him a special Tishbite? Relationship with God. Amen. Wow. You know, when you read that verse, people don't, don't capture the, yeah. what it's trying to tell you. He's telling you an ordinary man was able to do something extra extraordinary. Amen. Wow. <laughs> so good. So good. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Are you catching what I'm trying to say? The Bible is not making Elijah to look anything, anything more than just a man. Second Kings chapter one verse twelve. Second Kings chapter one verse twelve, and mm -hmm. Elijah answered and said unto them, If I be a man, okay, of start God, from eleven. Start from eleven. Second Kings chapter one verse eleven. Mm -hmm. Again also he sent unto him another captain of fifty with his fifty. And he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thus hath the king said, Come down quickly. And Elijah answered and said unto them, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Notice, this guy is saying, the guy said, Man of God, please come, the king is calling you. He said, if I'm really a man of God, let fire fall from heaven and consume you. <laughs> and fire will fall down and destroy them. Notice, he's called a man that belongs to God. He's not saying he's God. Relationship. Now, look at this. 2 Kings 1.13. Go to verse 13 of the same place. 
and he sent again a captain of the third fifty mm -hmm. with his fifty. And the third captain of fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah and besought him and said unto him, O man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of these fifty, thy servants, be precious in thy sight. Behold, there came fire down from heaven and burn up the two captains of the former fifties with their fifties. Therefore, let my life now be precious in thy sight. And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, Go down with him, be not afraid of him. And he arose and went down with him unto the king. Notice this. Because the man begged him, he didn't beg God, he begged Elijah, said, Elijah, man of God, have mercy on me and my guys. We are just your servants. I thought they were servants of the king. But the weight of Elijah in the spirit, Amen. there was an angel executing every single thing that Elijah was saying. That is why you find when he begged him, the angel said, "Ah, go with them. It's okay. <laughs> the angel didn't say, this one's let's destroy them. The angel was executing everything Elijah wanted. Ah. When you have weight with God, Amen. I was going to teach something that is going to be, I don't know if I should teach this. Teach it, Papa. Teach it. I don't know if I should teach this. Teach it. Let me just show you and then I'll give you points for today to work on and then. Uh... Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Go to Psalm 91. Psalm 91 from... From verse 8. Psalms 91 from verse 8. Amen. Psalm 91 from verse 8. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Now read that again. Read that again. Start again from verse 8. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Uh -huh. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Uh -huh. read. Notice he's made God his everything. Because he has done that, what happens? Keep going. There shall no evil befall thee, uh -huh. neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Mm-hmm. For he shall give his angels charge over thee uh -huh. to keep thee in all thy ways. Okay, do you understand what the Bible is saying there? He's saying that even though everybody has an angel when you came into this world, mm. when you make the Lord God your habitation, he will give charge of his angels. God is sending a special unit Amen. of his angels to come and assist you. Amen. That no evil... Somebody didn't catch what I, I just said. It's not saying all... I don't know if somebody's catching this. Yeah. Remember, in the heavenly realm, there are dimensions and levels mm. of angelic. The angels are in different ranking and different position and in different strengths. Amen. But when you make the Lord your habitation, you make him your hiding place. Amen. You, make him, you make him your everything. God selects a special unit of his own angels and he sends them to you. Amen. When these ones come, Fire will fall from heaven. Anybody tries Amen. to touch you. Somebody says something against you. You don't have to even lift a finger. Something will happen to them. because This is where God wants his people to be. Aish. 
Ice. Teaching good, Papa. I, I feel like uh, YouTube, are you there? This is why when the devil tempted the Lord Jesus, this is why when the, the, the devil tempted the Lord Jesus, he told him, well, you are not like the rest. Is it not written he will send his, he will give his angels charge over you, that they will keep you in all your ways. Mm. Jump off the building. Mm. Let's see if they will catch you. Notice he was tempting him on the effectiveness of these angels, their ability to function in the physical dimension mm. without even you giving permission. Mm. If somebody is jumping off the roof right now, if we, you are filled with the Holy Ghost, go jump off the roof. Let's see if somebody's gonna, if an angel will save you. Mm. <laughs> but the one that the Lord Jesus had, mm. if he was to jump, they will catch him in the air and put him back on the roof. Ah. Because these ones have been sent to make sure that the Father's mind is fulfilled. Amen. Not everybody is walking in that dimension or level. Amen. It's good. Ish. Notice, Elijah is saying, if I'm a man of God, let fire come from heaven. Mm. Fire consumes the soldiers. When he fought against the prophets of Baal, he did a similar thing. He set an altar and called upon God to send fire. Mm. Was he actually calling upon God or was it an angel of fire that was already with him? Mm. I, I want you to think. Notice he said, let us build altars. Let's see whose God will answer by fire. Mm. He was saying this because he already had an, an angel from the presence of God. Remember, the Bible says God is a consuming fire. Wow. Every angel that is in the presence of God, wow. majority of them are seraphims. They are already flames of fire. Wow. So he already had an angel from the high heavens that was with him. Amen. So he was literally playing the prophets of Baal because they did not know what he already had. Amen. Aish. Elijah already had the angel of fire. He already had the angel of fire long ago. So when, remember, he's the one who came up with this idea. Mm. Hmm. He's the one who told them, okay, uh, let's see whose God will answer by fire. <laughs> I feel like I'm on my own. Mm, we're here. We're here. I wish somebody would understand this. Hmm. You see, God doesn't want you to just have those moments you pray. You say, Father, send your angels. Next week, you are in another trouble. God send mm -hmm. your angels. God wants permanent angelic visitation Amen. with you. Receive. Some of you, you are not consistent in your relationship with God and the manifestation of God simply because you are lacking these things. Mm. Who is with you? <laughs> that is all based on the relationship. Mm. If you have a, 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 a God but yet the former presidents are still working with secret service. Who's mm. better secure? <laughs> somebody with a secret service or somebody that just is working with a guard. Mm. Secret service, they secure the perimeter before anything, before you even get there, they already know what's happening. Everything is positioned. Do you know why? Even presidents that were in office, they leave their office and they're still called Mr. President. Mm. Because of the information they have, 
the presidency cannot. Wow. They may not be sitting in the office, wow. but they know exactly what is in that office. And they have sworn never to reveal That's it. That's good. God protects those who have his secrets That's good. with his secrets. That's good. That's good. <laughs> wow. God protects those who have his secrets. Mm. I wish somebody could hear me. Right, we hear you, Papa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have to ask yourself these questions and really think about it. Mm. And think about it hard. Who is with you? Who is walking with you? Wow. Who is protecting you? Who is keeping you? All this is because people don't know how to build a solid relationship with God. Let me tell you, the biggest thing that we have achieved in this era is to build emotional believers, not spiritual believers. Wow. I, I, I'm going to pray for five hours and God will hear me. Yet, prayer is a spiritual thing and spiritual things are not measured by time. Let me tell you, for those who have experienced spiritual experiences, I'm not saying small ones. Some of us, God has given us grace that we enter the realm a lot of times. Receive. God can give me a revelation, maybe According to time, if I could measure it, it felt like I was gone for two hours, but it was only less than 30 seconds. And if I'm to explain it to you, it may take me about three, five, six hours to tell you what I experienced in less than a minute. Wow. Because spiritual things don't measure, are not measured, but the spiritual person, person measures everything. Amen. YouTube, are you there? YouTube, are you there? Let me see my people on YouTube. God bless YouTube. Let me see Facebook. Let me see the Facebook people. Let me see the Facebook people. So what you need, Aish, the doctor, doctor, the doctor, the apostle doctor and prophet love more. God bless you, my, my man of God. God bless you. This is why we have people that are so confused. What opens, notice the Lord Jesus' prayer. The Lord Jesus is about to raise Lazarus from mm -hmm. the dead. Listen to his prayer. Father, I thank you that you already heard me. Mm. Huh? I thank you that you always hear me. And I am praying this way, not for my sake, but they know, so that they know that you sent me. Notice his prayer was always rooted in thanksgiving. Mm. They brought him bread. Mm. Wow. Said, Father, I thank you that you give us bread to eat. Wow. Broke it, said, give it to them. It multiplied. Amen. Everything that the Lord Jesus did was rooted in thanksgiving. Mm. Somebody good. who lacks the spirit of thanksgiving, you will never open heaven. Worship does not open heaven. 
It's a lie. You see, the problem with... Uh, I was giving this example. Can I use this example if it's yeah. okay? <laughs> Let me use this example. Do you like flowers? Son, do you like flowers? No. Be honest. If you <laughs> like flowers, I like <laughs> flowers. Do you like flowers? No. My son, Jules, do you like flowers? Sometimes. Sometimes, that's good. Claudius, do you like flowers? Now, what do you like? If, if somebody gave you something that, that you feel like it means everything to you, what would you like? Pick a car. You want a Benz. What kind of Benz? Uh, S550 is nice. Okay, uh, you, you want an S550 Benz. Yeah. All right, if I love you and I have the ability to give it to you, does it matter that I like the car or not? No. No, it doesn't. It, it is not about if I like it's the car or not, right? It's yeah. about what you like. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If I love you, I'm supposed to give you what you like. Mm -hmm. So why do people sing songs that they feel emotionally mm -hmm. connected to, to God? instead of a song that just God loves. Ah. Because we have tied worship to our own feelings. Ooh, I love that song. That song makes me feel the anointing. <laughs> Is the song being sung to you or to God? <laughs> Do you see how we think? Because what you forget is the soul is emotionally influenced. So if you impose emotions, emotions will also what? Control you. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 oh, that worship song, when it comes on, I can worship 24-7. Notice, it is influencing you, not God. So you can sing that worship song and, and, and feel like, ooh, the anointing was powerful, yet it was only your feelings and emotions. Wow. Wow. Do you it understand is. that there is a love offering mm -hmm. that we give to God? There is an offering that we give that is actually worship. We can worship God with our giving. So when I'm giving to God my very best, mm. I'm not giving, him to, giving it to him because I want to, to give mm -hmm. first. It's because I understand what it means to God when you sacrifice. So because I love him more than what I love, mm. I will sacrifice the most because it touches him. Mm. God doesn't need anything from anybody. But we give him things because it means something to him because God is a giver. Mm -hmm. He gave his son. He gave us life. He gave us this. He gave us that. So he's giving us things because he's a giver. So when we give him the same thing back, it touches him to say, wow, they really love me. That's how God is wired. Mm -hmm. So whether I like flowers or not, if my partner loves flowers, I will get them flowers because they mean something to them. It means something to them, not to me. But because I love them, when they enjoy it, it will make me happy. True. So when I give God thanksgiving, or when I worship him, and God responds, then I am happy because I touched his heart. Mm. That's good. Worship does not build your relationship with God. If you don't have these principles that I'm giving you, thanksgiving, terms and conditions of the relationship. You will never know what to give him that he will like. Amen. Some of you, you take your, your wife or your husband or, your, or the person you're calling 
uh, to the restaurant, you take them to a Mexican food restaurant and they don't like Mexican food. <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to do something nice for you. But you know, babe, I don't like Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh man, you never appreciate. No, it's not the point that is not that. You have been with the person for so long, but you know they don't like beans, but you're taking them to beans <laughs> and expecting them to appreciate it. <laughs> Aish, I'm talking to myself. Mm. Glory be to the living Jesus. Glory, Glory be to the living Jesus. Jesus. So, I wanted to give you one more point today. Is somebody there? Are you listening to me? Yep. Haish. Jesus is worthy of all praise. Jesus is worthy of all praise. The fourth thing, the third, did I go to three or four? How many points did I give? I gave you thanksgiving, I gave you his desires and will, which is the terms of co and conditions of the relationship. Three. I got to three, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll give you the fourth one now. The fourth one is why. Why? Why? The fourth one is the why. Mm. The fourth one is why. Why? <laughs> Why are you in a relationship with Jesus? Why are you in a relationship with Jesus? You see, Let's, let, let me use physical relationships. Some people are in it for sex. Some people are in it because you have money. Some people are in it because your company is good. Why are you in a relationship with Jesus? Why is your relationship with Jesus more special than other ones? Other ones? It cannot be because he gave you eternal life. That's not good reason enough. Because he gave eternal life even to those who will not believe. There's eternal life that was stored up for them. If they receive it, they receive eternal life. Meaning you already made provision for that. Mm -hmm. So my question is, why? Can somebody answer that? Let me see. Why? Because remember, man's love will always be conditional. Man's love is bound mm. to conditions. We have no capacity to have unconditional love.
we do not have the capacity to have unconditional love. We have been trained to have conditions from the beginning. So why are you in a relationship with Jesus? Because the why is what will make you stay with him even when things are not going mm -hmm. your way. You see, somebody who is in a relationship because they just want sex, when sex stops, they'll walk away. Somebody who married you because you are, you are yellow bone. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who is in a relationship with you because of how God created you shapely. When age comes, they will look for somebody else because what they were looking at is gone, is no longer there. They will look for something else. I'm just being honest. Why? Aish, I wish somebody could hear me. Let me tell you why. Because apart from him, mm -hmm. you have no life. Mm. Amen. Amen. You forsake things that does not pertain to your life. If the doctor came and told you, if you don't do five push-ups every day, you will die. You need to do it exactly at 7 a.m. in the morning. Mm. You need to do it to 7 or 5. You must have done five push-ups. If you don't do five push-ups... By 7 or 6, you are dead. Mm. <laughs> Some of you will have 6 pack, 10 packs. <laughs> because you know there's a condition tied to life. Do you know breathing, we, we exercise breathing so much that it's subconscious that we automatically breathe. Mm -hmm. You don't think about breathing. Do you realize that? But you are breathing. It takes you for you to engage breathing, but it is a program that you have put on autopilot inside you. Mm. That you just breathe. Mm -hmm. Have you ever slept and you forget to breathe and <coughs> you choke? Has that ever happened to you? Mm. Where you are sleeping and then you realize like you are not breathing well and then you, you kind of have to... Eish, some of you maybe you're... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happened to me when I was a kid. I was like, man, what, what was that? Because I felt like I was losing my breath. It happens. Mm -hmm. You didn't sit down there and say, okay, now it's time to breathe. Breathe, breathe. Every minute you're reminding yourself. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's catching me. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. Glory, Glory be to the Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. You do it subconsciously because it's something that pertains to life. Mm -hmm. You don't watch what you eat mostly. Some people do. Some people don't. Because some of you, you have experienced how your health can be bad if you don't watch what you eat. And some people just don't care. Because you don't think it's an immediate threat to your life right now. 
But somebody who knows that my health is very important, it pertains to the future and my life, they will treasure it. There is no day will go by that you didn't go for a walk. Mm. There is no day that will go by you didn't drink uh, one gallon of water. You make sure that your body is in optimum condition. But guess what? Many don't do it. You forget to pray because Jesus is not the center of your life. Wow. You wow. can push praying later. Mm. You can push your time with God later because he's not your everything. Wow. When God becomes your everything, you acknowledge him in everything. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Acknowledge the Lord in whatsoever you do and you will make your way straight. You don't acknowledge him because you think that this I can make happen. That one I don't need to pray. This one is not that this. That is not that because he is not your everything. When God becomes your everything, you pray differently. Mm -hmm. Your prayer time will be the most treasured time in your life. Amen. You will turn off your phone. You, you tell your, your husband, your wife, your children. You tell them, listen, right now, don't call me. Don't look for me. Even if the house is burning, let it burn. <laughs> because it means that much more to you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. To say I love you and you are my everything are two different things. Because love is a verb. You have to prove it. Mm. I, sh I can't hear. I, I don't know if people are here with me. YouTube, are you there? YouTube. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a question that you need to really ask yourself. Is he your everything? You see, anybody can claim they love God. Put somebody sick in front of them. Let's see the evidence of your relationship. An example wow. is this. A friend of mine wow. uh, at the gym that I go to, I called in a favor from one of the biggest sports managers in the business. He represents fighters, NFL players, basketball players. I told him, hey, I want to connect you with somebody that I think will be helpful to you. He said, who? I called and he saw the face and the guy was like, yeah, I'm ready. What are we doing? He was like shocked. But notice, I could call that guy so easily because I built what? A relationship. So I can bring them in at any time. What is the evidence of your relationship with Jesus? Because remember, a good wow. relationship, others benefit from it, not just you. Right. That's really good.
Father, I pray for everybody that is watching right now, and I pray that they will get to that place where Jesus, you'll be their everything. Not just with their words, but the attention to detail of how they are mindful of you and how they walk with you and how they speak to you will be so evident in their life that people will know that truly they are your children and that you are with them by the signs that shall follow them. Your word says in Mark chapter 16 from verse 16, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Father, we know that signs will follow us because we are in you and you are in us. Let it be so for them. Let their relationship with you, with you change. And let people become benefactors of their relationship with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Remember, each and every one of you right now, you are benefactors of my relationship with the Lord. I can tell you these things because of my relationship with Him. I can prophesy to you because of my relationship with Him. Let your relationship with Jesus benefit others. May the Lord bless you. This is Prophet Lovi. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going. Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up, come. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to carry him. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, I saw you bleeding that you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, What is that? Yeah. <laughs>